Norton antivirus? What kind of Neosporin is that? Welcome to the shitty joke hour. <laughs> All right, let me see if the bot posted us to the Twitch channel in the Discord. It looks like it didn't, which is really impressive because that's our... Oh, no, there it goes. Yeah! Automation working. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. All right, so uh, we are gathered here today to celebrate uh, the life and accomplishments of Gabe, who is currently out in the woods, being a cryptid, leading children into the darkness, uh, and hopefully, hopefully, teaching them a little bit something about themselves. Um, since we don't have Gabe, part of the plan is doing a lot of bonus content for the weeks that he's gone and releasing it all on main feed. Part of that last year was doing a live stream and that was so warmly welcomed that we were like, well, we should do that again because people really liked it. But this time, this time we've brought guests, uh, Alex and then Jenna, if you would introduce yourselves. All right, Jenna, go first. Oh, all right, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Jenna. Under the bus. Um, you can find me, Jenna Chill, everywhere, but that's just what my friends call me. Um, I don't know. I do Horse Girls, which is a podcast that I do with Alex. And I do uh, another D&D podcast and then another D&D podcast and then another book podcast. And then I do a lot of podcasts. You're busy. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of podcasts. A lot of podcasts. Yeah. Like Jenna said, I do a lot of podcasts with her. Hi, I'm Alex. I'm on a lot of podcasts that Jenna's on, like Horse Girls and Dungeons and Draken Beams. I'm not on Botched, but Jenna is. You can find her there. I'm dropping that. I don't give a shit. Uh, I'm also on Animorphs Anonymous. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of podcasts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we are streaming to raise money. Uh, we don't have a Tiltify or anything set up because it turns out that this particular group is so local and so niche. They don't even have a Tiltify. Although Alon might be fixing that. Alon might be fixing that. Uh, but we are raising money for MattRVA.org. That is the Mutual Aid Disaster Relief in Richmond, Virginia. They're a super great organization. Over the course of COVID, they did a lot of really good charity fundraising to keep people from losing their homes because they couldn't afford to pay rent. It kept folks from getting evicted. Uh, they are right now doing a lot of work where they are creating community fridges where folks can come out and open up a fridge and take whatever they need to be able to feed themselves or their families. So it's a lot of really cool stuff that they're doing. If you don't have money to be donating towards Matt RVA, but you are Richmond local, then I would encourage you to go check them out and maybe you could offer some time to help them build things. You could offer some labor in other ways. You could offer some canned goods from around the house. There's all kinds of ways in which you can contribute. Not all of them have to be giving them fat stacks over the internet. Though if you want to do that, please uh, please do. That is sort of what we're going for. Uh, to I mean, we we are strongly in support 
of giving them fat stacks. So, yeah. Um, and Alex, Alex was laughing because uh, I went ahead and made a helpful sign if we run into trouble. <laughs> I can't oh, read that sign. on here. Oh, <laughs> God. So I made the note just in case. I love that you <laughs> accidentally pointed the arrow to me and then went. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see uh you can see the oh no uh <laughs> scribble that I had to do. <laughs> but I wanted there to be a helpful sign if necessary. Um so that was what I was doing. And Scott, I'm so sorry because I was doing that near my mic and you will hear the scritchy scratching of my pen. And I love you very much. And I'm sorry. <laughs> You're a monster. God, this is so welcoming compared to when I had you on, on our D and D show. And I immediately said, so you've decided to continue using my name, which was how I started that podcast. <laughs> 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 immediate yes. hostility uh, I I will say I know the system that we have previously operated under is Anonymous Alex and Alpha Alex in reference to Animorphs Anonymous Alex Platt's show and Alpha Comics and Games conveniently located in Willow Lawn, Richmond, Virginia which is Alex's store other Alex's store so I'm good with maintaining that. Anonymous Alex and Alpha Alex. I, I'm I'm on board. So I'm I'm good with that. I'm never going to be used to being called Alpha Alex, but it has happened so many times that I have started answering it to it. So Heck yeah. So we introduced uh, our wonderful guests, and obviously we all know the well, actually we say that there might be people that do not listen to QPR who are here. Uh, so hello. I am Alex, Alpha Alex, whenever I'm in the same room as Anonymous Alex. Uh, I am the DM of the Actual Play Podcast, Quid Pro Roll, and your DM for this evening. Uh, I also uh, run a comic book shop in Richmond, Virginia called Alpha Comics and Games, hence why I'm being referred to as Alpha Alex. It is not that I've decided that I'm investing in cryptocurrency. Uh, we have uh, two of my, co of my co-cast members in the stream today. Uh, Josh Chapman, if you'd like to introduce yourselves. Hello, I'm Chapman. Uh, you can find me on Quid Pro Roll most of the time. Um, I don't live in Richmond, but Richmond is a really lovely place. And if you're there, you should go to Alpha Comics Games. Um, yeah. Um, you can sometimes find me on Instagram at Whatabirds. I might post something a few months from now. We'll see. If you follow me, you might see too. <laughs> I do like that we have two bird-themed Instagrams. Like, it's just this weird coincidence. It's very good. I like it. Uh, and I'm Josh Maltby at Black Cloak DM on Twitter and Discord. And while I'm not playing Solonar Bacchus on Quid Pro Roll, uh, sometimes I'm playing Gaswin's Brackfire on Quid Pro Roll, like I will be tonight. Uh, you can also find me on the Goblins and Growlers podcast, our very, very uh, creatively named D&D and TTRPG adjacent news podcast, where Brandon Dingus and I talk about everything from Dark Castle, the remake board game, to what's happening with one D&D &D and why it's dumb. 
more like dumb D and D. Yeah, get them. And would all of you like to introduce your characters that you will be playing this evening? Starting alphabetically with our guests. <laughs> Dang it. Not again. All right. I got you, Jenna. Oh, wait. I knew it. I knew that it would be it would be the quest master. Okay. Anyways, I am playing Goss, Goss Hawk, who is a barbarian halfling who is absolutely fucking feral this little guy is just like fully like you know you know like hobbit core like all of the like vests and the things and everything yeah that except it is covered with like pinned on feathers and leaves and chaotic things and he's got like feathers coming out of his hair and he's just ready to go man he's gonna go on a freaking adventure hell yeah jenna yeah, um, I'm going to be playing Bron the Holderheck. Uh, she is a dwarven warlock who um, is a brewer by trade, uh, but pretty much raring to go all the time, especially if there's booze. Uh, Pact of the Ale. Got it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Chapman? Hi, I'm going to be playing Ram Big Thigh. Um, <laughs> and... He's got a vibe. You'll you'll figure it out. Like that's, <laughs> that's a descriptor for it. He's a fighter. I feel like if Ram Big Thigh was in modern times, uh, he would be the kind of guy that is not necessarily a trucker, but hangs out in trucker bars. No, no, he has a man bun. Ram Big Thigh has a man bun in, in like the modern day AU. I could see that as well. I don't know. Folks are just going to have to see for themselves. <laughs> Chapman, are you pondering? Are you pondering? I'm not, I'm just appreciating these like details that you all just add to Ram Big Thigh for me. It's just really like because <laughs> I, I don't have to do any of the work. <laughs> <laughs> Anything we can do to make your life easier, Chapman. <laughs> and Joshua. Um. I will be playing Gaswin Sprocketfire, the blue dragon priest. Uh, he's kind of mean, but he also, you know, he likes a good time. He likes to get down. He's a bit of a bit of a crazy gnome, a crazy gnome who likes a good time. Yes, let's go. Okay. All right. Uh, and I will be already everyone else. I've already done 1d4 psychic damage, so we're off to a good start. We, we need we, What we need to do is do like an Alex's soul leaves her body counter, and then every time <laughs> that goes up one, everyone has to donate $10. I don't think we can obligate people to donate $10. I'm pretty sure that's extortion. Is that not what we're here for, though? Oh, wait, no, we're not here for extortion. I, never, I didn't listen the whole way through. <laughs> you can't spell extortion without extortion. Yeah. <laughs> you all remember a very particular odd magic shop that you have encountered at some point or another during your adventures. You remember that it was kind of weird. You remember that the proprietor had no face but could still speak very clearly and you remember that the shop was through 
a random door that would not have led to a shop. For one of you, you first encountered this shop looking for a bathroom. For one of you, you opened the door to your own house, only to find that it has pe had populated this magical store. Upon leaving it, closing the door and reopening it, the shop is gone. But you do remember magical items. You remember some of your purchases and how they have helped you on your adventures. So much so that you ran into that store once, twice, three times, depending on your level of adventuritude. And at the moment, for your various own reasons, with your various own histories, you walk through a door and yet again find yourself in that small shop. It smells of wood and old books, and there is a crackling energy in the air, as if the entire space itself is filled with magical energy. And I would love to know what door you guys went through to get here. Ah, uh, geez. Oh, no. Uh, say, uh, I don't want to leave because that would be bad. Do you have a bathroom in this place? Cause I hello, got... my friend. Welcome back. Yes, hello. Good to see you again. Do, a bathroom, though. Do you have a bathroom in here? I don't. I don't want to close the door and then get the bath because that'd be great. But then I can't shop, and that's. I want to shop. So, um, uh, of course, sir. There's there's one in the back. It is my restaurant. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, thank you so much. You're going to run through the small apartment that is in the back of the shop where Moonzy lives. Uh, and just sprint into his water closet, and we will stop the narration there. Yeah. Uh, Bronla. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna... No, I, I, I see that there's some brewer's yeast in the back. It's on the list, and I'm just gonna go grab it real quick. I, I promise I'll be right back. Of course. The, the back of where? Wait. Oh. Oh, I'm here again. Yes. Was that not expected, my friend? I, not entirely. That's not where I thought I went, but I'm glad that I did come here. And I'm so glad to see you again. Oh. Me as well. Which opens the door. Uh, Goss. Goss is running through uh, where a mine is trying to get through. It said keep out, so obviously you should go in. So he's running through there, rips open the top of a door that drops down and drops through it and goes, ha-ha, as he falls through. Just, <laughs> a door appears <laughs> in the roof of me. Welcome, welcome back, my vertical friend. Hello, you're here too. Did you hear you weren't supposed to come here? That's why I'm here. I cannot emphasize enough how I'm not supposed to be anywhere else. No. Oh, well, that's all right. Good for you. I'm happy for you. Good job. Yes, good for... How did you come in through the ceiling? Oh, well, it's easy. When there's a door on the ground and you open it up and you hop through, you come down from up and up from down. I assure you that does not answer my question, uh, my friend. Okay, sorry. Go slower this time and I'll see if I can do it right. Before Moonzy is able to explain the paradox of you falling through just pure ceiling, yet there being no damage, uh, the final member of your party walks through the door and I am so ready for this. 
Yeah. So the door of the um the shop just swings open and this like an old timey no, no, no. saloon. I mean it's a solid door though, but it, it does like shoom, open and there's just this like billowing of of just steam coming out. Like, is this an Eva unit stepping? No, not an Eva. This is like shower steam. So much shower steam. As this satyr, um, wearing only the sheerest bathrobe, sheerest silk bathrobe, steps out through the through the the um through the the steam. <laughs> oh, Sorry, let's see. I'm wearing big thighs. <laughs> <laughs> Moozy, what are you doing here? What, what kind of timing is this? Um, so Moonsy doesn't have a face, uh, but you can see the energy that would have been his eyebrows doing this. Um, <laughs> he's kind of like, um, what timing indeed, my friend? Um, yeah, what timing? And he runs his hand through his wet hair. I... Uh, he's gonna look to the other two people because he needs someone other than him to process... Guys, he's a retail worker. Take pity on him. Help him. I speak... I am the Lorax. Oh, hey. I speak for the retail workers. Help them. So, some... <laughs> Some new friends here too. Is is this? Are we are we doing a, a get together at Moonsy's place? Oh my god, we're friends now. I think we're friends. This is a great day, and uh, Goss will pull a leaf out of his hair and hand it over to you. Friendship tokens. Oh hey, I love this. And he he uh, like he kind of um, yeah he gathers his hair into a man bun. And he sticks the feather into it. <laughs> Verla takes out um, one of the many bottles that's inside of her apron. And she's like, well, I guess we should drink to that. Uh, Moons, well, <laughs> the rest of you? I mean, he just pours it on his face. And just, <laughs> <laughs> it absorbs through his skin. No. That was a joke. That doesn't happen. I just thought it was funny. I I, I just want a... to imagine this slender man looking dude doing like a drinking bird situation, just slamming his entire face <laughs> into the liquid. And that be how he drinks. Uh not canon. Not canon. Those of you who are already making canon about Moonsy's biological functions by the fact he has a bathroom. It could just be for guests. You don't know. Uh, speaking of which, I'm assuming that Gaswin is no longer in the emergencies. Yeah, I was going to say, Gaswin emerges from the uh, apartment space and closes the door gingerly behind him. And then upon realizing there's three more people in the shop, he goes into like uh, a defensive stance. And it's like, all right, crap. Which one of you is here to kill me? Goss mimics you. Oh, I see you've studied my moves. Yeah, just now. Oh, I don't like this energy. Let's take it down a bit. No, put him away, boys. Gaswin starts doing the uh, Kirk-esque, like, sidestepping to circle around Goss. Goss is with the energy of a puppy doing the same thing. <laughs> 
Wait, isn't this a halfling and a gnome too? Like the two shortest beings in this room? (laughs) I knew this day would come. I knew one day one of you'd catch up with me. Oh, we're catching up? Oh, well, I've been I've been doing this thing with this mine, right? Because I was told like not to Oh, oh sorry, do you uh-huh. want to go first? I'm sorry, I forgot the polite thing. You please go first. Oh no. No, no, no. I'm very interested to hear about what you've been doing in this mine. I was looking for this thing. Okay, so I thought there was this thing where you have like a thing where you strap to your head and there's like a, you know a candle? Have you ever heard of a candle? Everyone's heard of a candle. What am I saying? And then you put it on your head and then you Mm -hmm. put a little disc behind it and you can see stuff in the dark. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with a miner's helmet or two. I've seen some things in the dark. You know where you, where you could get one? Oh, no, not really. I mean, uh, Gasman turns to Moonzy. Do you have a miner's helmet here today, or...? I do not know if that is how I would refer to this, my friend. But what I do have is he's going to pull a headband down from the back wall behind the counter. Behind the counter. Don't go behind the counter. And it's going to have... It's a headband that has two candlesticks that... There's, there's, they have appeared to have been lit before, so there's only about this much candle left. And uh, with a wave of his hand, he will light them, and the flames that spit up from both of them are pitch black. Instead of emitting light, it looks like it removes light from the space. The wave of his hand, they will extinguish. This helps with curses, not moths. Gaswin just kind of like rubs his face a little bit and he's like, Moonsy, buddy, guy, friend, I was talking about a miner's helmet and you bring down literally, literally functionally the opposite object. I don't know. Curses are for everyone, I think. Are they? That is true. Technically. To be perfectly honest with you and candid, my friend. You are the last person who should be questioning the use of curses. Remember that time I sold you that that withered hand of that fake? We don't need to get into any any of that. That was a very a very personal situation that no one else in this room needs to be conscious of. That involved some things that I don't want to talk about. I am the pinnacle of discretion, my friend. All righty. I appreciate that. Yeah, but now I'm intrigued. Moving on from that, again, this is the face of discretion. We are going... You must be wondering why I asked all of you to come here. Uh, did you Did you ask? I just appeared. Is that not how that works, my friend? Moonsy, you, you, my, my, my good friend Moonsy. That's that's not how that works. That has been my experience. I think of the people that I need in the moment, and eventually they come through the door, or in in Goss's case, the ceiling. Moonsy, I gotta tell you, I love to see you, but I was just about to walk into a lovely room full of lit candles and rose petals on the bed. And I was going to have a beautiful evening. But now I'm here. What's going on? 
Uh, um, not that, my friend. Uh, there will be no rose petals, unfortunately, this eve. Uh, well, well, Moonsy, let's not be too hasty. You never know where the night will take us. Hard to say. Hard to say. Hey, I like this this little fellow. What's what was your name? I'm Gaswin. Gaswin. All right. And I guess none of you are here to kill me, so we can we can be cool. And it is well known that there is no violence to occur within this shop. It, is it? I did not hear that rule. He points at a sign up in the corner that looks like it was very recently added that says, due to previous incident, no violence allowed in the shop. Listen, it wasn't my fault that I was that drunk when you brought me here the last time. I did not ever say it was your fault. That does not mean that you were not a contributing factor, my friend, to some shop policies. That's fair. Gaswin just sort of looks shifty for a minute and then decides not to say anything. So those of you who did not fall from the ceiling must wonder why I brought you. Those of you who did not come in a puff of mist and from the ceiling must wonder. Bronla, you must be wondering why I brought you here. I am a little, a little perplexed on it right now. Well, um, I actually uh, ask of the four of you a boon. I mean, after everything you've done for me, I I think that's fairly reasonable. I have a regular, wonderful customer, very lovely man, who needs some assistance with a family matter involving the need for adventurers. Some of the adventurers I know are unfortunately currently indisposed. So I uh, thought I thought of the four of you. Fourth. 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 Yes. Less than five. I appreciate that you waited so long to call me, considering the last time. I know that you have many things that are going on. I know that it is not your preference to be bamboozled into adventures. I was going to be madder, but uh, yeah, okay. Would you prefer I have called you first, Gaswin? No, no. On further consideration, if I was top of your list anytime you needed something, I would get very irritable very quickly. As I am aware, my friend. So, it is a matter of familial importance that this gentleman needs assistance. Um, I was hoping that you all could Offer him a hand, as it were. Gaswin, do you still have that hand? No, no, I, I got rid of that. That was, it started to get kind of stinky, and I don't want to keep it around anymore. It only had four uses. And I... Each time it... So we need to find a new hand. And then, then it's not terribly magical anymore. It's just a gross, stinky hand hanging out on your windowsill making you think i wonder if there's a way to get more magic out of this thing until finally one day you're like you know what 
I'm going to bury this because it's gross. <laughs> why would you bury it? Why, why would you? This is gross. I should bury it. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you want me to do? Set fire to a magical object? I'm sure that goes great for everyone all the time. <laughs> why would I bury it? Come on. That wasn't Moonsy. That was the voice in the sky. But I do appreciate you. Are you saying I shouldn't be burying gross things in my yard? Because I gotta get out there and do some digging. I, I gotta go dig some stuff up. I'll be right Can't back. Can't tell if Ram or Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> I, ignore the ominous shovel. If you all, if it would, as it were, sweeten the pot... Uh, I am happy to offer each of you a magical item of your choice upon completion of this adventure for my good friend. Moonsy, my uh, plan's already been ruined, so... I'll do whatever you need me to do. This is not a great incentive for me to stop interrupting your days, Ram, but thank you, my friend. I will keep that in mind. I'm always ready to be... Uh, add into my collection back home. Was there something you thought that you could use? A, a, a problem that needs solving, perchance? Well, I am tired of always going to the back to get more supplies. So if I could have like a some sort of magical pulley system where I could just bring them to me whenever I need them. That strikes me as casting Unseen Servant, but I am happy to oblige my friend. I never thought of it like that. <laughs> that strikes me as the very thing Unseen Servant is for. And not espionage like it keeps being used for. I have played in three separate games where people are using Unseen Servant for espionage. I just want to point that out. Like this week. <laughs> yeah, like this week it has happened. I mean, great minds think alike? Or all of you misuse a spell in a way that I keep allowing. <laughs> Which is more accurate. All right. I am more than happy to find something that will fix that issue for you, my friend. Goss, is there something I could get for you? Oh, yeah. I was totally going to do this for free. But now that you're offering, I'll still do well, it. Well, hold on. No, no, it's it's cool. It's cool. I'll still do it even though you're you're giving us stuff now. It's it's fine. Uh anything. I will look in my inventory and see if I can find something for you. Awesome. Ram, is there something I could get for you? You know, Moonsy, what I've always cared more about than things are experiences. Oh, yeah. Like a nice trip to a beach. Or maybe a hot spring. Of course, my friend. I will find a way to make that happen. Moonsy, I always know I can count on you. Um. Yaswin, my friend! What, uh. What more can I do for you? Also, shout out to Astropathic for understanding the true use of Unseen Servant. <laughs> Making soup. 
every time I come in here and I ask you about something that will make me invincible, you say that there is no such thing. And I come back and I ask again because I think maybe, maybe this time something has changed. Does that remain true? The only thing, as I told you last time, I can give you a thing that will turn you into an eternal living corpse. Yeah. But you said, if I recall correctly, I do not invest in my skincare regimen so that I can be a corpse. Uh, yes. I, that, it wasn't something cooler that I said, like, I don't want to be a corpse. You're not going to tie me down. No, it was all about my skin. Moonsy, you're really busting my chops here, man. In my mind, <laughs> Gaswin has a pile of things from Boonsy that used to be magical, but are now just... <laughs> <laughs> he just he just buys stinky stuff. That's what he does. Moonsy's this is why he never has stink. anyone over, is because his house is just funkerific. Oh, why can't this work anymore? <laughs> I just want to get the last little bit of magic out of it. Come on. He's got like the equivalent of that jar scraper spoon spatula thing, except he scrapes the very bottom of component jars. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what I could use, Moonsy? I could use something. My weapon is a little lackluster. I've got this short sword here. It's nothing impressive. If I could get just, I don't know, even just something a little jazzier, you know? Something like that. Practically jazzier or flashier, my friend? Uh, you know, flashier. I think flashier is the way I want to go. Wonderful, my friend. Consider it done the moment that the adventure is completed. Yes! He looks at all of you expectantly. I say looking at all of you expectantly. Well, looks at you expectantly. He's got Slenderman. Ram looks back expectantly. I, I do believe, my friends, that he is waiting outside for all of you. Oh. Upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Through the ceiling? Uh, no, through 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 the door, my friend. Well, that's strange. Why doesn't he come in here? We all came in here. I don't understand it either. I think this is but the beginning of a magical adventure. Well, I'll be outside. As Bronla follows him, she's like, Hey, guess what? Um, um, I actually have something that'll make you feel like you're invulnerable, if you'd like. Oh... Sure thing. She hands him a, a bottle. I'll take it. And Gaswin opens the bottle and takes just a, a big whiff. Just the biggest whiff. It, if it's not stinky, <laughs> he doesn't want it. Give him the stinkiest of beers. Only the most skunked of ale. It's like a quad hopped IPA. <laughs> Also, I desperately need Josh uh, to be doing the Gaswin voice, but with a slur. 
Like, I need you to be slurring and stumbling as Gaswin, just yeeting lightning bolts indiscriminately. How how sharp is the alcohol smell out of this bottle? Oh, very. Mm, I suspected as much. Oh, it's medicinal. All right. All right. I'll give it a go. And uh, Gaswin does a little bit of magic very quickly to check it for uh, poison. And then on detecting that it is poison, but not that kind of poison, he's like, all right. And he uh, he takes a big switch, like not like not like a sip. He takes like a mouthful almost. Oh, <coughs> oh, 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 wow. Slowly. <laughs> you oh, that's not. Oh, it burns so bad. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Is this like a... What, what was that drink called again? Morlocks? No, that's... that Malort. 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 <laughs> it is quite herbaceous. <laughs> herbaceous just sounds like a compliment somebody in the 70s gives something. <laughs> Yo, this show is herbaceous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... That's that's what I'm imagining. So I'm just imagining that he just like power chugged Malort. Is that that roughly the experience? It's like Malort mixed with Brynjavin. I don't know what that is. It's an Icelandic liquor. So more wormwoody. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. All right. Ah. Uh, yep. Uh, that was wow. That's different. It's something else. All right. Goss, Ram. Goss is following them out of the store, but like everything like on shelves nearby as he's walking out, he's like poking. Or if there's a piece that you can like flip up, he's doing that. Or if there's something you can like just kind of like spin around, he's doing that on his way out. There's just like six Tickle Me Elmos going off right outside the doorway. If there's like a parrot that mimics you, but in a weird voice, like you speak into it and then it speaks back and says it funny. Yeah, those are all going off. All swear words. Wonderful. Perfect. It's like that. Okay, cool. You're a monster. Um, Ram. <laughs> yeah, Ram. Um, well, first he, he he takes the um, the feather and sticks it behind the ear instead and undoes his man bun because you don't want to let your hair dry while it's all up and hot. That's so good. Um, but yeah, so he, he just strides to that door and runs his hand through his hair again <laughs> as he walks out and looks back. See you later, Moonzy. Uh, my friend, I have something for you before you go. And he's going to yeet a pair of pants at Ram Big Thigh. Hey, thanks. And he just puts it over his shoulder. Thanks, kid. <laughs> it's a long drink of Coca-Cola. <laughs> That's in no way a dated reference in the year of our Lord 2023. All right. So all of you step out into this very... It, it appears that it's evening here, which is odd because it wasn't when you left or entered Moonsy's shop, whatever that counts as either leaving or going. And you find yourself in the courtyard of a beautiful mansion. The trees around it are old. The trunks there are like 
the thickness of a Ford F-150. These trees are old. They are enormous. And there's something not sinister, but gloomy about them. There's a light rain that also makes a fine mist that settles around for those of you who are of average, like, you know, five to six foot height, settles around like your waists. For those of you who are like two or three feet tall, you're, you're kind of like Calvin in Calvin and Hobbes with his eyes and nose, like right on the table kind of situation. thick as a Ford F-150. <laughs> I don't know why that's where I went, but thickness of a Ford F-150. Americans will use anything except the metric system. <laughs> 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 yeah, but like, you know you're thinking of like a 1989 Ford F-150 and that's a thick boosh. <laughs>